Hi guys, welcome back to We Should Talk, a pop culture interview series from In The Know. I'm your host, Gibson Johns, and today on the podcast we have Caleb Simpson, whose content you have surely seen online. He is the apartment tour guy, he does driving New Yorkers around New York videos, he does pizza review videos, sometimes with, with celebrities, sometimes with regular people, but ultimately it's just about telling people stories. And that's, that's the main thing that I learned through interviewing him was just that, you know, he has seen huge success on social media over the past couple of years. You know, he has millions of followers, he gets millions of views on all of his videos, but he's really not motivated by that recognition or that online fame or that, the money that's come along with it. He's really is, the baseline for him is the ability to tell people stories and, and to interview people. And I find that really refreshing and I told him that. And that's sort of one of the common themes of, of this talk that I have with him um, on this episode. And it's just really refreshing, and, and I, I, he's a really great guy, he's really introspective, and he's really thoughtful about what he puts out there, and, and everything he puts out there is really fun, too. So, um, you know, I, I, Caleb's a great guy, and I think that having this mindset, having this mentality of just, again, wanting to expand his world editorially versus expanding it, like, monetarily, necessarily, is going to set him up for success in the long run, and I think it's, 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 he's, he's there for the right reasons, as they say, and um, I think it's really, really awesome to see. So keep listening for my interview with Caleb Simpson. Follow him across social media, and please rate, review, and subscribe to We Should Talk on Apple Podcasts or wherever your podcasts. All right, so we're here with Caleb Simpson. You have definitely seen his content on the internet. He's taking over social media one home tour at a time. Caleb, I'm excited to chat with you. I'm a big fan. How's it going? Good, Gibson. How are you doing? I'm good. So I know that you've been like going beyond New York. You're, you post a lot all the time, but have you been to a city yet that we have not seen content from? Like, have you just been somewhere that we're not aware of yet? That's a great question. So yeah, I've toured homes like kind of all over the world and all over America now, but that's not, no, everything's out. Everything I've filmed okay. is already posted, you know, I'm like, you know, like a duck, you know, I'm like frantically swimming, right, right. Below the totally. track, but I yeah. look calm up here. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, so the most recent is Barbara Corcoran in LA. Is that, so when, when did that, when was that filmed? That was last week. So yeah, I flew okay. to LA and filmed her, uh, she, she lives in a million dollar trailer. So I filmed a video here in New York City with her. And right. she, that's like a $15 million home. And then she's like, come look at my LA trailer. And I was like, cool. Yeah, it. I'm going to come. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that one was unexpected, I feel like, in terms of see, seeing, I mean, just, I mean, she's known for Shark Tank. She's known for basically how much money she has. So do, do you do you have those moments where like you expect something from somebody and, they, and, they, and they, their space looks different from what you expect in, in either direction? Or what what how do you play with that? expectation in your mind that one's interesting because like obviously i saw her like 15 million dollar home in new york and yeah. then just like going to her la trailer it was kind of like oh you like normal things and right. she's like yeah i actually like this space more than new york like it's so calming and it's just regular you know it's still a million dollar home but of it was like a little and bit more nice. regular yeah yeah so it's it's funny people people can surprise you and like celebrities in general or people with a lot of a lot of money they might have like way more houses than you would ever think hmm. so that's interesting too and they're used for different reasons like maybe yeah. they're only there for like two weeks out of the year so they're like oh it doesn't need to be all yeah. that you know right <laughs> right <laughs> so taking a little bit of a step back you know so I've seen you describe in multiple places your series as Humans of New York meets MTV Cribs. And I think that's a very good comparison, but I kind of want to break it down a little bit because I feel like the MTV Cribs part of it to me is very accurate because when I think of Cribs, I think it's, it's sort of like reflecting that era. It's sort of like the early 2000s, 
kind of opulence and music video kind of culture and that kind of style. But I feel like your series very much reflects the times now, you know, there's more transparency. It's not like unattainably aspirational all the time. Sometimes it is, but sometimes it's not. Did you kind of set about having your series sort of reflect, you know, the times we're in or, or kind of, or, or Gen Z, or was that just kind of a, something that happened? Yeah, I, I really think with content creation in general, there is more like a real rawness to it. So that's kind of what I wanted to portray. But honestly, as like I started the series, like things started to click more in my head, like what it represents or what it was more like or what people will attribute to like MTV Cribs or Humans of New York. Yeah, I was figuring that out as everybody else was. I was kind of like yeah. making the videos and I was like, oh, these are fun. They're cool. People like them. And I was like, whoa, this really resembles like this past thing or it really resembles this thing that's happening right now. And then with the humans of New York kind of element, there's obviously that the human element, like, like when you're doing these home tours, you're, you're able to either tell somebody's story or at least tell a snippet of their story by the questions that you ask them or the things that you show. Why is that human element so important to sort of the success of your series? Yeah, I, I like to, so people always say like, Caleb, are you like really interested in interior design and homes? And I'm like, to be honest, not really. I was like, I'm interested in like humans and experiencing new things and hearing stories from people. And then like a home, once you get to know their story, really reflects that. So back to your question. Yeah, I think like the human element is like the most interesting part. And then it kind of tells the story of the home. And it's really interesting because I will film like, 30 or 40 minutes with them and then I'll sit and maybe chat with them for like another 40 minutes just like getting oh, yeah. to know them more and then like me deciding like what goes a minute and a half into this video I'm like well, what would people like to see the most like what makes the most sense for people to watch yeah so that's that part's fascinating to me I want to ask a very like direct low-level question but obviously the conceit of the video is you go up somebody on the street you ask them how much they pay for rent in whatever city they're in and then you ask to see their apartment some of some of them indulge you in the question some of them don't but how much yep. planning actually goes into that, you know? So like, I would just love for you, like however much you want to share about like pulling back that curtain a little bit. Do people reach out to you? Do you reach out to people? You know, how, how much planning goes into setting these things up? Yeah, so I like to keep the viewer confused and myself confused as much okay. as possible. Love that. So like, <laughs> there might be days where I'm like walking around New York and I'm kind of like, oh, I just want to kind of stop some people on the street and see what happens. Uh, and then like somebody like Barbara Corkin might DM me and I'm like, oh yeah, of course I'm going to go see that. Or like me and you might be talking off camera after and you're like, actually my friend has this insane place and I'm like, let's go see it. Right. You know? Um, so it's very just like whimsical and kind of like just happens on its own a lot because mm -hmm. uh, that's just what happens in conversation. And then to pull the curtains back even further, let's say like you connected me to one of your friends. I don't really want to talk to them. I don't want to see the space. I just want to like start filming and walk in. So then it just feels like what is happening? Like, oh, you're filming already? That's what everybody says. You're filming already? And I'm like, oh, that's really? why I'm here. That, yeah, that, that, that's, that, I'm that's here. the common reaction. Yeah, every time. Oh, you're already filming? And I'm like, yeah, like that's why we're here. And then they're like, oh God, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so to most of the time, do people not like, are they, have they not cleaned up before you got in there? Like how much yeah. prep do you think like your subjects are, are, are putting into this? Yeah. Well, I mean, if there is like a more of a pre-planned thing or if it's not, most people are like, Hey, can you give me an hour to clean? Or right. like, Oh, I have some okay. artwork. I want to hang up. That's like a big one. I think they just expect like a conversation first, like what's about to happen, you know? Like, are, what are you going to film? What are we going to yeah. talk about? Oh, do you want to see the space first? And I'm just like, no, we're starting. <laughs>
And then they're like, oh God, here we go. Hopefully I don't say anything dumb. But my objective is to not make anyone look dumb. I don't, no, I don't of course want not. to. No, but, so, but, yeah. but there's the but there's the on the fly just kind of element of it that I think really captures people. Yeah, exactly. And then by the end of it, most of the time people are feeling like much more comfortable and like, oh God, like this is like right. not that crazy. Yeah. Right. Well, I think also because a lot of the people that you feature aren't necessarily used to being on camera, you know, and that's also none, none of them, right? None of them. So I think that that's also, I don't know, it, it just it gives it that rawness. I think that you said at the beginning, it's like it's it, that's what people look for these days, I guess. Yeah, and that's why I love filming on my cell phone because I can just like I kind of just like film right here, hold oh, my yeah. cell phone, and then I I like I you know, maintain eye contact. I don't really like move my phone around much. And it's like easier to ignore phone than like a giant camera with a cameraman or like four cameras. And then it's like, becomes really awkward. Yeah. Like no offense. I mean, I think Architectural Digest, what they've done is sick, but like when they do their open door series, it's like, it can be a little awkward sometimes, even for a trained actor. They're like, oh, and here's my table. Yeah. My kids sit around it. And it's like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's, that was going to be sort of my next question, which is like, how do you, this is really what differentiates what you're doing versus what is already out there in like the home tour space, which is like, I love watching, I love watching, you know, Hillary Duff's $15 million mansion video, but like, there's been months of planning in that probably and it's very pristine and it's you know that's I think that there's sort of like a there's always going to be an appetite for that but I feel there's, it's kind of exhausted that at some points you know yeah for sure I mean I'm kind of tired of it because you at this point everyone just like knows what's going on like they mm -hmm. know like oh there's multiple camera angles everything's been prepared for super long it doesn't really feel organic so that's what, when I first started doing the series, I was like, oh, like no one's really just like going in and having fun, showing a space, goofing off, chatting, like making people seem real, whether yeah. they're celebrities or just like people on the street. And I was like, oh, there's a huge gap in the market and everybody wants that. Like we, we want to see it, the real side of Margaret Robbie, you know, not just like, hey, here's my pretty dress and my perfect hair and the makeup I did for three hours for this shoot. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, though. Exactly. And, and, I, and I, yeah. it, I almost think that people would receive it better if they didn't do the three hours of makeup for the shoot. You know what I mean? So. At, at this point, I think it's just taking like the uh, mainstream media outlets, like some time to catch up to like what people really, what they really want, you know? Absolutely. So I, I, at this point, like pretty much all of your videos that you put up there perform well, but, but certain ones like really take off, like the numbers get into like the tens of millions of views. And I'm curious if for you, when you, when you look at what, what performs that well, you know, is there is there a common thread that connects some of those that that go like uber viral that that really kind of outperform everything else? Yeah, I mean, I, I do think there are some common threads of the videos getting like 30 million views versus like one or two, which I'm grateful for all of them. Of course, know? of course. Of <laughs> and course. all the experiences. Yeah. But I mean, obviously, the character is the number one, like, if I'm doing something with Scarlett Johansson, it's like, boom, Scarlett Johansson shows up 30 million views doesn't matter mm -hmm. what she says. She doesn't have social media. Like, <laughs> right, everybody totally. wants to watch that, you know? or like a Barbara Corcoran or whoever it may be. And then outside of that, it might just be just like a really interesting individual. It might just be like an interesting individual or they might like dress in a certain way or act a certain way, just like not common. You know, they're mm -hmm. just like, they seem very uncommon. So yeah. that's interesting. And then the space, of course, like if it's a, I don't know, Game of Thrones theme mansion, you know, it's like, whoa, what is this? Or the space is like super tiny. 
if it doesn't fit like a normal mold, then typically it's like, oh, that might blow up. But, you know, every time I go into one of these spaces, I think sometimes like this maybe has potential to go really viral, but like, you just never know. So mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't want to think it's going to yeah, do you, that. You, you just... can't have that. You can't have the expectation because then it's just a letdown. But, it, but, but again, everything does well. It's like everything you're, you're putting up hits at least a million, I feel like. So that's, you know, it's not, it's not a bad, not a bad benchmark. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned Scarlett Johansson, you mentioned Barbara Corcoran, and it's kind of like since I guess like the fall, you've really kind of, you've done a couple of celebrity things here and there. You had Jared Leto in your, in your car series. Are, are those mostly those people reaching out to you as just like, Hey, let's, let's collab or let's, let's do something. Uh, it's both. There's like people that like, I mean, we all love people in media, right? Like we have these stars, these movie stars, TV stars, podcasters, whoever they may be. Like we've loved them for years. So there's some people that I'm like, oh, I'd love to meet them. Let's like right. see if we can make this happen, you know? And then there's people reaching out like Jared Leto reached out, Barbara reached out, actually Scarlett reached out. So there's that situation as well. And I realized like, because there's a gap in the market for like a realness for a person and I'm providing that it's like, good for everyone like uh my audience likes it because they like this person they get to be shown in a new light but it's it's just challenging to you know orchestrate all that right but it, and, and it's kind of like a in a really fun way it's kind of like a random assortment of of people you know it's like it's like it's barbara corker yeah, yeah. tank it's jared leto it's scarlett johansson and I'm, I'm curious as how you envision like i'm guessing you're gonna continue kind of to feature celebrities here and there as you continue to go down that road do you envision it to be like you know, a stop along a promo tour, like a hot ones or like a chicken shop date thing where like people want to come and have have one of their spaces shown by Caleb Simpson. How do you think about sort of where that can, where that part of what you're doing could go? That's uh, you pretty much hit the nail on the head. So how I think about what I'm creating online is like a variety show, you know, like mm -hmm. I have the, the, te the Tesla show that's like kind of yeah. a video, a game, game show in a car. And then the, I do like pizza reviews, which yeah. I only do those with guests. So I'd like to do that one with Logic, uh, the rapper, and then uh, the home tour show. And that clicked in my head when I was like talking with celebrities teams. And then they were like, well, yeah, well, they were very private person. Do you have any other options for them? Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, what doesn't really exist online. It's like the late night show, James Gordon, like he has a variety show on TV. And everybody loves to see that online. So I was like, let me just create other options for celebrities to play in. And then I think it's really fun because, you know, it's not just celebrities. It's like anyone could be on it, which is not normal, you know? No, it's like yeah. you could just have a person on the street be on the same show that a big celebrity is on. And it's like, wait, what's going on here? You know? Right. Yeah. And that's just, that's just fun, you know? Yeah. It's like when the, when in your Jared Leto video, like when the, when the other, when you pick up that other young woman, at first, I was like, "Oh, are we just are we just going to another car ride?" But no, it's the same car ride, and they're in the car together. You know, and that, yeah. that, that was unusual and fun to see. Totally, totally. So I think it's fun because I can kind of like push the limits of like what a studio TV studio can yeah. do. Because I'm kind of like, "Well, let's just do it. Let's see what happens." Yeah, hundred percent. And then we can we can move like a lot more quickly on ideas and stuff. So yeah. So. And then I saw I, I read an interview you did, and you talked about you talked about the Barbara that that. Barbara collaboration of her New York apartment, her like $15 million apartment, whatever it was. And, you know, she gained 150,000 Instagram or followers on TikTok or Instagram or just on social media from that video. You know, she received an unsolicited offer on her apartment to buy it, and it wasn't even on sale. <laughs> you know, yep. I guess first, like, what about that feature do you think sort of like allowed it to break through in that big way? And secondly, like, when you 
get a stat like that where she gained 150,000 followers from your video that speaks that must speak to you in terms of like the power that that your network and your reach has at this point and it's and it's and it's a, a value to other people to be featured in your stuff yeah uh I, i'll always go back to that collaboration as like the tipping point for my online video creation career because it was such a shock like people were like whoa what what is she doing participating on tiktok in this crazy way like getting so personal and showing off her home and revealing how much she paid and like stories about the apartment and just all the things like it was like a whirlwind of just no one's really seen that yeah so they were just like whoa what just happened and then yeah when i reached out to her team they kind of revealed all that and that was like a big aha moment for me where i was like whoa this is like really powerful in a way that i don't really know and i, I try not to think about it that much to be oh, yeah honest. it's probably overwhelming but yeah but it's fun it's fun to have those stats because then it's like when you're pitching other show ideas or other people to be on it you can kind of be like well this is like what it could potentially do for you I have no promises but mm -hmm. you know and and obviously you, you call you call it a tipping point but also obviously it seems like you and Barbara just like connected on a human level as well like like you've done with clearly a lot of your guests because like you just again you just featured her her place in LA did you guys kind of strike up a, a special just like relationship at, during that feature because it because it, it just seems like you guys you have a fun dynamic that again is seen in yeah. both those videos totally I, I at this point yes like we've been communicating since the first video and then I've been helping her team like connecting her with like other people in the social oh, media world and stuff like that so I mean she's awesome she's super fun to be around hopefully we make more stuff together in the future but I think that's what's really interesting about this series too because not just with celebrities or anyone like you're in such a personal place with them and hearing such yeah. a personal story. It's not like a man on the street interview, however that may be, it's like a moment in time on the street. But like when you bring someone to their home, maybe you cook them a meal, give them some water, you sit on their couch, you jump in their bed, like yeah. <laughs> now you have shared a real bond. So yeah. that's probably the cool, coolest part because I'm actually able to like build relationships throughout this, not just with celebrities or anything like just that, people. but just lots yeah. of people, yeah. Yeah, it's like you're you're disarming them in the man on the street style, but then it's like you've disarmed them so much that they're that they're letting you into the most personal space in their entire life. <laughs> <laughs> like you jump Seriously. on their beds, you know? <laughs> like that's yeah, 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 that's not nothing. <laughs> we talked about the Arch Digest home tours, which again, I think very much serve a purpose. They're great, but they're very different from what you do. But one of the things that I you kind of like hear whispers about it, and there's kind of this like trend with those, which is like apparently a lot of the celebrities who feature their homes on that on that show they're basically setting them up to sell and like it's basically like free advertising for their home that like like there's apparently like a lot of celebrities have sold their homes off the back of open door what do you think of that and sort of and i know that again like barbara got an offer on her apartment so would you be open to also like having your series be a way for people to like to do that because it's that's just an interesting concept to me it is an interesting concept you know, I try, if people have other, I don't know, motives outside of just showing their home, I try to keep away from it Got because it. it feels inauthentic. It has happened like once or twice, which oh, I didn't yeah. even know. I was like talking with the person. They're like, oh yeah, we did this because we were actually selling it. And I was like, bro, yeah. like, couldn't you tell me that beforehand? So then <laughs> I like know whether I want to help promote this or not because then it's uh, I don't know. I feel like, like should, should, should you get a cut? You should get a cut of the of the of the selling <laughs> price. I mean, not even that. It's just like I don't I don't want to be just out here just like promoting things it's all impure. the time and just yeah. like getting caught in that web. And then it's like we don't want to watch this anymore. 
So the most important thing for me is I just want to make more videos. So yeah, I'm like, I just want to make more stuff. This is fun. You know? do, do you think that's a trap that, and not even thinking of anybody in particular, just like in general, if you, when you look at how people, what people's trajectories are on TikTok and on social media, like, do you think that's a trap that other people fall into, which is like, okay, this is probably an easy buck. Let me just do this, this, and this. And that's clearly not your motive, at least just like from a base perspective of just like wanting to create more videos and expand your universe. I think that like editorially and just like what you can do that way. Exactly. Do, do, do you know? Do you notice other people falling into that trap though? That that you're not falling into? Yeah, I, I mean, social media is such a funny place. Like, let's say you go viral, you get a couple million followers, and then brands start reaching out, and you've never had money, and then mm -hmm. you just think, "Yeah, I'm taking this," you know? Yeah. And it, it all varies. Like, maybe you really need it. Maybe you need to pay your rent, or maybe you don't need it. But I just think like the larger vision is much more important. And like, obviously, I'm gonna do brand deals. Obviously, I'm gonna do stuff that quote unquote sell my audience but yeah i just don't want to be shoving it down their throat on accident or on purpose all the time you know mm -hmm. yeah very conscious with it you know i mentioned at the beginning you've expanded geographically you know you've recently you've been to paris you've been to hong kong what's sort of like a dream location for you i mean you've literally gone all over the world at this point but like what do you what do you envision <laughs> in terms of that in terms of what like where you can feature and then how that expands again the the the, the content that you can that you can give out to people yeah, there, I mean, first and foremost, I'm just trying to lead with the place for curiosity. Like, where have I been curious to go? Where have I been curious to see? Who have I been curious to talk to? And then that's what I first think about instead of like, oh, the, yeah. a lot of people say go to Dubai. Like, they're like, you should go to Dubai. And I'm just thinking like, I don't know, yeah. is that that interesting? Like, it's Not been really. shown a lot. Yeah. yeah, it's been shown a lot. So uh, I do want to spend some time in Africa because I've gone twice and it's just like a fascinating place. Uh -huh. And then I can learn and see it on a much deeper level. And then I do want to go back to China. I, I mean, I was in Hong Kong, but I didn't go to mainland China. And then Europe. I mean, there's cool places in Europe. There's so many cool places. Yeah, it's like endless. so many. A every conversation, someone's like, you know where you should go? <laughs> and I'm like, man, it's like, I, don't yeah, I know, dude. Time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wish I had more hands. I wish I had like clones of myself, but like, I don't. <laughs> right. And, you know, as you've gone to different cities and obviously in New York, we have so many different cultures and, and perspectives on things. But, you know, again, at the, at the top of your episodes, you ask people how much they pay in rent. And some people are down to share that. Some people aren't down to share that. Who do you notice is more open to, I guess, just more open in general and more willing to answer those like, you know, Sometimes there are questions that I think maybe even generationally we think about things differently. What trends have you noticed there? And how do you think about how people answer that? That one question. That one question, it's a tough question. And I think the the internet gets a they get a little upset if someone doesn't answer it. Right. But most of the time the reason is so good. It's like, hey, I'm like have like a rent control department. I'm in litigation with the building. And like if I start sharing this stuff, like you know, it's just, it's just going to come down on me. So I'd rather not. And I'm like, totally fair. Like share what you're comfortable with. I, I feel like if people know they're in the middle of the road, they're like, okay, it's like a comfortable right. place. Totally. If you're up above that at all, people are a bit weary because they're like, I'm going to get roasted online. Yes. And I'm like, you are going to get roasted. I'm sorry. Like this is going <laughs> to happen <laughs> most likely. Yeah. There's that. And then if, I don't know, like there was a tour that I did recently that some people, they didn't want to share. And it's because, you know, they rent out their space for photo shoots and all this stuff. And they're like, if I share how much I pay, then people might go look at that and then be like, why are you renting this space for this? 
They're like, that's going to kill my business. This is how I survive. And I'm like, yeah, let's not share it. Mm-hmm. But then people rip them apart online for not sharing. And I'm like, that's a perfectly good reason. Like, yeah, this very is how much they so. eat. You know? Very much so. Yes. Yeah. So I think it's, I think that's pretty much it. And then just like uh, if the price is high, people are a little bit weary. But I don't know. I always think like, you know, people, a big comment is like daddy's money or they must have done this or that. Right. Like 99% of the people that I've interviewed have like worked their entire lives or are like living paycheck to paycheck with their business to try to build something. And I'm just like, oh, that's painful. Or yeah. they like grew up in the projects and they like are wealthy now. They're like, dude, I came from nothing. No, I'm right. just getting ripped. Right. Like, I know. I know. I guess that, I guess, and I guess that's like the one, like the singular drawback of just like, it's a minute, it's a minute and 30 seconds. You can only fit so much into, into a short form video, you know? And it's like, they can't tell their entire yeah. life story to you. They can give you that you can feature them in like a way that gives them really good insight into who they are. Right. But, mm-hmm. you know, but not, not, every, I mean, that's just, a, that's a luxury to be able to tell your story like that. So I think, I don't know. It's just totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's give and take. I have to sit everyone down beforehand. I'm like, listen, there's going to be comments from, I love you to as 100%. bad as you could think. Yeah. So just like, don't read into it. Don't comment. Or don't even read them. Be, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. Cause it's, it's really like, hard. I, I forget sometimes that like, this is someone's maybe like 15 minutes of fame. Like people mm-hmm. have gotten famous from this, sold hundreds of thousands of dollars of artwork, like built social media careers, got job offers. Like there's this big moment wow. for them. And then it, to me, I'm just like making another video. And I'm like, yeah. Caleb, you're not making another video. Like this is disrupting. The stakes are higher life. for them. Yeah. Yeah. The stakes are higher for them. So I just, uh, you know, it, it can be a lot, but I just try to like coach them through what's about to happen. Right. Totally. I mean, we, we've touched on this, but you know, you're on pretty much every social media platform. You post videos all, all around the internet. And I'm curious, just like, I mean, we've talked about sort of expanding again, your, what you can cover, what, how you can feature people in what different ways. And again, it seems like a lot of your growth mindset is really based around the stories you can tell and how you can tell them versus like like kind of very much about the numbers how much do you think about the numbers in comparison to that and again as you think kind of with with the with growth mindedness great question I, you can't ignore the numbers uh i think it, stats tell everything and that's what mm-hmm. keeps the show going and that's what keeps people wanting to watch but uh i i also think like i have written down on my wall it's like it's about the human it's about like the people so i'm just i'm trying to focus on that and then with the stuff that I make I'll I'll look at the numbers of course but uh, I'm not thinking that I'm gonna get like 30 million views every video or or Mm -hmm. something like that and obviously I think I've watched people on social media for years and know tons of people like things have cycles so like I'm in an uptrend cycle so it's like okay what else can we develop how can we just keep building off this idea that people like yeah but at the, the basis of everything I'll ever do is interviewing people uh, and in new creative ways. Yeah. But in some ways the, the numbers are what lead to the new opportunities to expand that universe. Right. So it's like, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, hand it's hand. like an, it's a necessary evil. Yeah, totally. So Caleb winding down, I mean, again, I, th- I feel like I, I have some teases for, for like where your mind is going and sort of what, what we could expect next from you. But is there anything you can directly tease in terms of just, you know, what, what you're hoping to do or how you how you hope to continue to expand like is there another concept for a series that you're you know um marinating in or what how are you thinking about the rest of this year and and, and beyond 
Honestly, it's been such like a, an amazing year of just like growth and uh, destroying my own boundaries of what <laughs> right. I cool. what I think is possible, you know? So now it's like, you know, it's like you get pitched TV shows. People want you to write books. They, they want you to be in movies. They want you to do music. So for me, like all of it excites me, you know, and it's just about picking and choosing what makes most sense right now and what I can put the most energy into. And I just plan to create things that excite me for the next 15 to 20 years. So it will, it'll all involve people and interviewing people and showing that off. Yeah. Uh, for the next 15, 20 years. Yeah, for sure. Well, well I, have, I, I, I will say that like a, knowing that you're not just saying yes to everything that comes your way, I think is, it's not something that I think a lot of people aren't that way. And I think it's really refreshing to, 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 to see that like you're in it for the right reasons almost. And not that, not that everyone else isn't, but like you see, I don't know, I've done a lot of interviews too. And it's just like, you see people that clearly like are kind of motivated, but motivated by something else, you yeah. know, and not, not, it's not necessarily yeah. bad, but I think it's, I think it's setting you apart and I think it's going to help you in the long run. So I think it's just really cool that that's where your mind is. Yeah. I appreciate that. I mean, my whole life, I've, I've since I moved to New York for the past almost decade, I've been making videos for the goal of being able to make videos and sustain myself and do things that I find interesting and fun. So I'm like, as long as I can keep doing that, like, then I'll be happy. So that's what I'm, that's where my mind's yeah, at, yeah. you know? Totally. All right. Well, Kayla, I think that's all the time, but um, thank you so much. This is so much fun. And um, again, I'm, I'm, I'm just excited to see where else you can take this. Cause I think that the, the possibilities are really endless. Yeah. I'm excited too, man. Thanks. Gibson. Yeah, thanks for this. Of course. Yeah. Thanks so much. Thanks for tuning in to We Should Talk. I hope you enjoyed the interview. You can find out more about In The Know at InTheKnow.com. You can follow me, Gibson Johns, at Gibsonoma on Twitter and Instagram. And you can listen to all of our interviews, past and future, by searching We Should Talk wherever you get your podcasts. Hope to see you next time.